Hey there, and welcome to Women in Fitness Business. Today, I'm speaking with Elspeth Storr. When her gym was shut down by government pandemic restrictions, Elspeth pivoted. She's now the CEO of Girls Get Strong Cycling, which delivers online cycle coaching to women across the globe. She also runs women's only cycling camps in Mallorca, Spain. We talk about her shift from gym ownership to online coaching, the myriad of benefits of cycling for women, and what she's learned about running specialty camps. Hey, Elspeth, welcome to the show. Hello, great to be here. So first off, how are you? I understand you have a broken wrist from being hit by a car. Yeah, so I had the cast off yesterday. So oh, good. <laughs> What was that like as a, as a cyclist being, or a cycling coach being hit with that? <laughs> um, it was quite difficult, especially we had one of our cycling camps, um, like the week after it happened. Oh no. Um, so yeah, it was, it was quite difficult, um, not being able to cycle where I live, cycling's everywhere, the, be- the weather's beautiful. So I believe, as you know, cycling is so, so, so good for your mental health. Right. And yeah, it kind of really affected me, I think, um, just just not having that routine, not being able to get outdoors and and I suppose keep the momentum on, on my own goals as well uh, within cycling, too. Yeah. Um, so I want to kind of go back to how you went from gym owner in in the UK, right? No, I was a gym owner in Spain. I used okay. to be a personal trainer in the UK. That's kind of how the fitness, oh. kind of like in the fitness industry kind of started. Okay. Uh, and then I was a gym owner in Spain. And what what made you want to take a leap from gym owner to cycling coach? Well, um, I suppose it was always something in me, um, wanting to go into being a cycle coach. Uh, but what kind of stopped me, I think, was because it was my hobby. I kind of have the philosophy um, do the job you love and you have to find a new hobby. Um, <laughs> but actually it's kind of fueled my passion and, and really, um, you know, I try and keep the both two separate in a way, uh, but it's really, really fueled my passion, um, for cycling, um, especially women cycling as well. It's made me a little bit aware of, um, my own insecurities, uh, within that as well. What do you mean? Well, it's made me a bit more aware as well of um, and being more open um, about um, women cycling and how we need to grow it really and provide other opportunities rather than just kind of accepting things for how they are. Like I, I'm, I'm not entirely familiar with the cycling world. Is it for for a lot of women that you? that you come into contact with is it is it more of a hobby like do they see themselves as 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 pro cyclists or or working towards a a higher level of achievement or do they just kind of are they in that sort of amateur zone where they're um it's a mix really I'd say most of the women a lot of the women that train to us um are say like 30 40 plus okay so you know we have connected with women all the way up into their 70s Um, so a lot of it's for fitness, it's a hobby, you know, a lot of them, their kids have left home, you know, they really want to do something for themselves. Um, so, um, you know, they've got more of, uh, more time, more of a disposable income as well. So, um, and just, just love getting outdoors. So it's, it's nice. We have some women as well and, and it's kind of the role reversal. It's usually the women at, at home, 
you know, having to do all the chores, but some of the women are actually, you know, they're, they're embracing it a lot more in, in, you know, having the free time as well to, to get out on their bikes and enforcing that. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a bit more about your, your transition from gym owner though, cause it's, it's like you're in a gym, you're kind of stuck in a stationary brick and mortar location with all the, all the things that that comes with. What is, what did that feel like being unfettered from all of that? Well, I kind of thought I'd have like, I'd be more location dependent. Um, And and we, I'm an online site. We we do online cycle coaching and cycling camps as well. Okay. Um, So yeah, so the camps are pretty full on in, in some ways as well. I mean, it's quite seasonal, but yeah, it is very different. Um, In some ways I find it hard to focus on one thing. Um, You, I find it hard to kind of, um, enforce my role you know there's not there's not like a building where there's a person that is is in authority and, th- and things like that as well so it ta- I think it takes kind of longer to, to create these kind of virtual um, bricks in some ways of, of, of establishing that business and that brand um, but in some ways it, it's quite a bit more fulfilling and impactful as well um, it's amazing that we have ladies that train with us um, from all over the world um, so that's really interesting. And, and for the coaches that work with me as well, I think they, at first it was a bit kind of like, oh, they need to know the weather, what it's like, where people are in the terrain. But actually, they, they love it now. They find it really interesting. You know, they know the right questions to ask to, to, to get to know about, about their athletes as well. So explain to me how the model works exactly. Like how, what happens? How, how if, if I sign up with you as my cycling coach, how does that sort of play out? Um, Well, I based it a lot on um, what Two Brain Business taught me in terms of like the marketing, um, the sales, a lot of it kind of is all the same. So um, initially, I offered um, just a monthly membership. Mm -hmm. That's generally what other cycle coaches do. Right. Um, But actually, I found it harder for people to sign up for a recurring recurring, uh, membership. So, um, so I started with like a six week program within those six weeks, it's more a high accountability program. So that time really is to connect with their coach. Um, so yeah, so they do, we call it a discovery call, um, where they book in with one of our sales team that are all experienced cyclists, um, get to know a little about them, get to know about their goals and then, um, then sign them up on one of our programs. So we have different options, just cycle coaching, uh, we help them with uh, strength specific um, uh, strength, like cycle specific strength training hmm. um, that fits around their cycling, and then um, also nutrition coaching as well. So with the nutrition coaching, a lot of it is for weight loss, and then also as well um, just to help people with their nutrition, uh, fitting it around um, you know having a busy life and, and cycling as well. So are you checking in with them kind of daily or how does how that sort of? So the first six weeks, they have a video call with their coach each week. Okay. Um, and then we use a program called Training Peaks. Um, so that's a really good tool where the coach can put all the training in there, exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, technology is amazing now. I think we're cycling. Some people you know, it's very flexible. It works on the athlete, really. Some of them just like to be told what to do and right. say how it feels. <laughs> um, a lot, you know, they don't want to get 
to know the technology, you know, that's too much of a mountain for them, so which is fine. Uh, all the way to like those that have power meters, so we can see exactly what power um, that they're putting out um, during the training. And then it's important for them to tell us how they're feeling as well um, during the training. So their coach uh, will check in with them a few times a week as well. And then you also have like a, a community element because you also run cycling camps. How do how do you yeah, so set that holidays. up? Uh, sorry, what's that? How do you set up those those like specific cycling camps? Okay, so where I live in Mallorca, um, it's um, it's like cycling paradise. It's very popular uh, for cycling holidays. Um, it's a tourist destination. Um, so for those, we market them, um, you know, through our community. So we get a lot of ladies that kind of coach with us. A lot of ladies that want to come on the camps, that want to be trained for the camps as well. So we help them with coaching. Um, so yeah, the cycling camps, it's a holiday. Um, we rent out a beautiful finca there. Um, you know, they have um, rides that they go out on each day as well, kind of suited to which towards different levels as well. You know, we help them with skills um, on the bike that we, we can't help them so much um, with the online coaching. And it's just a really good it's just a really good, nice opportunity when I first did it, just to bring all women together mm-hmm. and cycle with women just with women. They realize they're actually um, quite strong, um, you know, when, when, they put, when they're not compared to men as well. Right, right. Why do you focus on coaching women exclusively? What, 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 um, what's the draw there? Because Chris Cooper told me to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, kind of. I didn't, I always was kind of a bit against that. You know, you should be a quality, you should do it with everyone. But the more and more, it's actually, it's the way that women communicate is a lot different and are probably put off by a lot of the techie things that we think we should all know. Um, but it's it's really nice. I kind of wish some ways I could be not, not, not own the company, but even in the community as well, if someone had made it for me. But um, it's 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 really rewarding. It's really really rewarding to just to see, um, um, you know, the the friendships that are made, um, you know, th- um, through the coaching and through the camps as well. And an atmosphere devoid of mansplaining. Yeah, we do have some men at the camp that that work at the camp um, that do the washing and um <laughs> prepare the food and things for us so oh, we have a bit good. of role reversal so yeah yeah so yeah so how does your approach change when you're coaching kind of more the professional cyclist as opposed to the hobbyist um well it's it's kind of it's all the same really okay um it's you know we we every every person that we coach we try and listen to kind of what they want to get out of it and then push them to believe that they can get to the next level, you know, if that's what they want as well. And what does cycling give you personally when you're when you're out there on the? Um, I love it because it's like problem solving. You can always get faster, and uh, it. I know all the doubts that I have in myself. Sometimes it's like I'm not good enough. I'm never gonna. Um, you know, I should just kind of stop. I should kind of, because I, I race, you know, I'm kind of working, trying to work myself up a little bit professionally as well and get better. Um, so, yeah, there's all those doubts that come in, come into me as well. Um, but then I know 
that in some ways they're not real, that, that the more I just kind of stick on this path, I have a coach myself, um, I know, you know, I get better. And I'm, when I'm 36 now, I'm not the youngest, um, but, it, but it's, it's nice as well within cycling. I think, you know, we can perform at a high level um, to, 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 to an older age as well. It seems like a good way to get into a flow state too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've totally missed flow state since I've not been out cycling. Um, not so much now, I suppose I do the trainings quite intense sometimes, but yeah, definitely some rides. I, I, all these ideas come into my head. Um, you know, it's like a meeting, like a, a morning meeting with myself that I have every morning. Is it, so what do you prefer then cycling by yourself or cycling with a group or does it just depend on your mood? It depends on my mood a lot. I'm quite solitary. I quite like kind of cycling by myself a lot. But do you have music um, or do you or just not so much? Not so much. Um, yeah, I just focus on doing intervals and things, and kind of just just the time just passes. Um, but yeah, sometimes I like cycling with other people in Mallorca. There's lots of amazing groups any day of the week. You know, I could just turn up, ride with people, and um I have to say you know through the cycling community um you know I'm I'm moving house at the moment actually every problem solved with that is someone I know with, within cycling as well so it's it's really wow. nice um it's, it's really nice community I think in in all parts of the world and and with the women you work with what what are you hearing from them like what is what does the cycling do for them the same things I suppose they all know it's very good for their mental health um they they want to get faster you know they they don't really see age as a barrier I think a lot of them um you know they 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 already want to push themselves and, and be quite courageous as well which is great you know have freedom um you know not be the norm I suppose I think I think the freedom piece is very key because I don't know. I, I'm not a pro cyclist or anything, but like, I, I am a mom of two little kids. And like, I know if I get on my bike, <laughs> I can be gone. They can't, they can't bother me. They can't, you know, it's, it's a yeah. little break, like a physical break that's can't be. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I try and remind a lot of my, um, a lot of the ladies and athletes that train with us. I try and remind them as well. You know, I, I think, there is a, still a lot with, with women, you know, they're the ones that are expected to be at home. It's actually more challenging for them to, to you just come home from work and go out on the bike. And, you know, we, we, we try and encourage um, or, or just kind of create kind of boundaries to understand, is it good for them? And, you know, when a, I think a, a, a client, she said to me as well, oh, well, my kids, they all, they all, they all really love seeing me when I get back from a ride because they know I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, reminding that of that as that, they could have a grumpy mom that's there all the time, 24 right. seven or, or someone that gets out and then, yeah. And, and another athlete that trained with us, she, you know, one of her best things, that I've, um, she didn't dare do it she turned up to the school in her cycling kit to pick up her son and she felt really nervous about doing it and then it was like well no actually I feel really proud that I'm a great role model I'm keeping fit um you know instilling great habits for their kids as well for sure so um looking back so how long have you had girls get strong like how long has it been um well two years okay 
So yeah, I started and um, it was when my gym was closed for COVID. Right. Um, so I kind of thought, you know, my gym was closed. I was quite pissed off, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Really well. And I was thinking, oh, and I thought, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up this cycle coaching. And it was, it was, I, I thought I'd do it just out of kind of, I want to, um, recoup back the money that I lost when I was lost in, in COVID and it's kind of overwhelmed really it's, it's taken over so wow so what's what's had the biggest learning curve for you when it comes to running what's essentially a lot of a lot of it is like an online business um I think focus I find it hard to focus there's so many different um opportunities um there's you know there's so many different roles and I would say the roles aren't even really defined in, in, in such a way. So it's focus and working from home is quite difficult as well, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in that context as well. Um, so, so it can be quite lonely in some ways. So how what helps you focus? Like what, what have you... Okay, going cycling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I'm quite focused. <laughs> <laughs> do you consider yourself a CEO now or do you, is that still a little bit of a... I don't know. No, well, if someone has to be CEO, then it will definitely be me. But yeah. yeah, suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is your entrepreneurial superpower um oh that's an interesting one I suppose it's 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 um it's listening and connecting um with my audience um you know I I feel quite brave and bold saying that in some ways but yeah it's been able to kind of um get to their level not think that I know everything um and that's probably the one thing I would say to most entrepreneurs is you can probably learn probably 90, 90% about your business uh, by listening to your audience. You know, they're, 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 they're our teachers, really. Um, and, um, you know, having the cycling camps is a great is a great opportunity for that. You know, you're, you're, you're almost kind of living with them for a week. So Right, you yeah. yeah. How do you, um, when you're setting up the cycling camps, how do you, how do you set them up so they're, like, personalized for each participant, like... I know there's like group activities, but are, is there some sort of like questionnaire you give them before to kind of calibrate it to what their goals are? Or um, well, we have different levels for the camp. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't, I don't necessarily set something up right before. Um, a lot of the women I think are probably a little bit nervous about coming and it's a, it's a big right. thing. They're coming to another country, riding a bike that's unfamiliar with them. A lot of them hire bikes on another side of the, ro- the road. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of them um, have never been on holiday away from their families for like years and years and years. And with a group of women that they don't know. So yeah, the first day um, I usually get everyone to kind of write down what they want to achieve throughout the week, maybe what they're a bit nervous about um, being there. So a lot of them are like, Oh, I'm nervous. I'm the one at the back, everyone waiting. And you know, everyone's so supportive throughout the week and everyone realizes the the anxieties and apprehensions they have, then person next to them has them as well. So, you know, they're not alone. And then we we have quite a few um, guides, so coaches and guides um, throughout um, uh, through all the rides. So t- we have maximum 15 on the camp and then uh, we'll have two or three guides on each ride as well. And then also a support car there as well. So, you know, they, they're, they're kind of fully supported in that. 
and the guides will help them, um, you know, with their skills throughout the week as well. So be looking at them. So they become, they become more proficient riders by the end of the week. And are you also participating in all these camps or you? Yeah, I'm not there for all of them. I learned very quickly that I couldn't do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the first few camps, um, it was, uh, well, we have the staff at the Finca that were great. Um, And the first, I kind of want to be there for the whole week, but I realized my energy just doesn't sustain that. My goal is by the end of the week, feel good, you know, enjoy the time that I have with everyone. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we have kind of, you know, I'll go out on some of the rides, I'll be there in the evenings with everyone. Um, And it's just training the staff on all of the roles as well, I think, for the future so that we can like differentiate that too. And how many are on your staff? Um, so I have three online cycle coaches. Okay. Um, so I have, uh, one in Australia, um, uh, one in England and then, uh, one in Canada and she's a triathlon specific coach as well. Um, so we had a lot of women that, um, wanted help with triathlon and myself and the other coaches kind of, you know, we had to kind of you know we needed someone that that was more experienced than us so so we have a specialist and then for the camps we have um uh we've how many do we have so we have two guys that were that live in Mallorca and then I have um three girls that come over from the UK uh, that come to work at the camp so yeah they obviously can't do all of the dates um so yeah so so we kind of rotate that to cover the cover the camps for the year and how are people finding you? Like, is it is it typically through word of mouth or do you do a lot of marketing? Stern- so we do a lot of Facebook marketing. Okay. Uh, and then I write a blog as well. So the blog's really, really successful. Right. Um, and um, Instagram is good. Um, so I one thing I think is quite successful is um, I do um, like calls. So I have a presentation to kind of answer anyone's questions. I think everything is a lot more better when you um, are personal over there. So it takes quite a lot of time, but I think is um, is quite beneficial. Um, initially, it was one to one, right? And then um, and then I started doing it uh, with a few people on the call sometimes, which actually works really really well most of the time. Uh, so you know they can realize it's it is like-minded people similar to them right um, that will be at the camp so you know it gives them an idea of the type of people that are going to be there and they're going to spend the holiday with too um i've started or as well doing um swift rides um so yeah that's something i probably should have done ages ago you know we're an online uh business really so it's it's nice um to kind of connect connect other women on swift as well so how does i i've never done swift so how does it work like you you see it's like a video game where you see who else is riding along the side yeah you can chat that's what i'm going to do for the next one you can get there's a app or a software called discord where you can chat as well i think okay. some people just use zoom they can leave that in the background so you can chat but yeah, essentially you're cycling, you've got a trainer that you can connect with it so you can see all your stats and data on there as well. I think it's nice, like I've, with my wrist, I've been stuck kind of indoors, which right. is horrible. <laughs> but I could I could just do my training just looking at the numbers or I could pay to use this program Swift, but I like it even on there on my own. You just know there's other people doing the same thing as you, which I think is is quite comforting. Yeah, for sure. Um. 
So looking back over this whole experience, would you do it again? Like, would you make um, the jump from Jim? Like if, if COVID had never happened and this, you know, do you think that you would have been at this place where you are now? Who knows, but I'm definitely happy where I am now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What's next for Girls Get Strong then? What's your vision for the future? What's my vision? It's, I think it's just building and reinforcing um, the brand, um, growing. I think that the the stronger that we grow our community, the better it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really exciting when I look back to kind of how I was this year and, you know, humbling as well. There's some of the ladies that are with me kind of when we started and they're kind of a bit like, oh, maybe they're a bit like, oh, shit, kind of what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's nice. Like a lot of the women that um, I'm just looking at this morning, a lot of the women that um, um, we've got booked for our camps coming up are women that are returning as well. So that's that's really, really nice to see that people are wanting to come back to. So we must be doing something, something quite good. That's awesome. So if people want to find you, they can find you where? So um, so we're on Facebook, Girls Get Strong Cycling. Yep. So we also have a um, Facebook group, um, which is, you know, if you have any questions or anything you want to know about cycling, or you just want to like share all the things that you're doing, you know, you want to feel inspired to do something, um, then, then please share everything there. So the Facebook group is Girls Get Strong Cycling as well. Mm -hmm. And you're also Um, at girlsgetstrongcycling.com. Yep, girlsgetstrongcycling.com. Okay. Uh, and then also Instagram, girlsgetstrongcycling. Perfect. Elspeth, it was a pleasure to chat with you today. Thanks for coming on. Good. Thank you. That's it for Women in Fitness Business. Thanks for listening. 